Hey, everybody. This is Heidi St. John. Welcome to the Busy Mom Podcast. Thank you so much for taking a little part of your day and spending it with me. I just want to bless and encourage you in your walk with the Lord. That's really the heart of Mailbox Monday, which is, as you know, what it is. So today we're going to be talking about some things that are happening in California. I'm going to address a complaint from a listener from a couple of weeks ago, and I'm going to talk a little bit about homeschooling. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. All right. So I just got back uh, from Mobile, Alabama. Wow. Every time I go out and speak, I am so encouraged by what God is doing in your lives more than ever. It's encouraging for Jay and I to hear stories of uh, the Lord working in your lives and moving you to action, putting your uh, feet to your faith. That really is part of the heart of the uh, podcast here is just to give you tools to get off the bench and onto the battlefield. That was the heart behind Becoming MomStrong. And speaking of becoming mom strong, uh, today we are announcing that we are we've got some pretty fun packages for Mother's Day, and they are on sale over at the podcast. So we want to encourage you; they're going to go fast. We have discounted the becoming mom strong necklace quite a bit for Mother's Day, and uh, you can get that in a package. It's a great deal right now that'll last for about the next three days. So if you haven't looked at it already, uh, head on over there before they're gone. That's the other thing I sort of forgot to say is that um, the Becoming Mom Strong pendant was a lim- it is a limited release pendant. In other words, we only made it once. We made it for the release of the book. When it's gone, it's gone. And I guarantee you after this week, it's going to be gone. So check it out. You can find that at my blog, HeidiStJohn.com. Just click on the store. All right. So I'm going to hop right into Mailbox Monday. By letting you know, first of all, I I so appreciate you guys are listening. You are um, putting Mailbox Monday in the subject line of the emails that you send to me. So I really appreciate that. It's helping us kind of go through them and keep them in the order that they need to be in. But there's a couple of things that I want to talk about. The first thing is another um, atrocious bill that's being pushed on the people of California right now. Uh, you guys, we need to pray for the people in California. I love it when you alert me to what's going on. I live right here in Washington State, and I'm aware of what's happening in Washington and Oregon, which is bad enough. Uh, but I love it when uh, you send me things that are happening in your neck of the woods. Please send those to me. Uh, you can send them to me at Mailbox Monday. That's probably the best way to do it. You can also message me over at The Busy Mom on Facebook. If you find uh, The uh, Busy Mom Official, on Facebook, that's where you will find my inbox. That goes to uh, uh, several people who help me filter those things. And Cassandra sent me something uh, last Monday, actually, that I want to address this Monday. I didn't have time to fit it in last Monday, but uh, she said, Heidi, I love your boldness for the truth and civics. Can you please speak about uh, Assembly Bill 2943? First of all, I, I wanted to say that the legislation that was being uh, introduced that would cripple homeschooling in California was defeated. Praise God. Over 3,000 of you. California, look at you getting onto the battlefield. You guys did it. And because of that, because of your opposition, it didn't even make it to a vote. It was dead in committee. That is what we want to see happening again. So I'm going to give you some information. And I think, uh, like I said, you know, many times, I think part of what's happening here is that it's not that that uh, people aren't concerned. It's that they don't know what to do. 
And I think we need to do a better job. Those of us who have been given platform need to do a better job of encouraging you with um, actual tools to tell you how to get, uh, how to put feet to your faith and to your convictions and actually stop this steady advance of wickedness in the culture. So the first thing you want to do is pray. I know some of you are like, but I want to do more than that. And we'll get to that. But listen, prayer is your best weapon. It is your best weapon. Um, and as we continue over at Mom Stronger National to talk about strategies in spiritual warfare, it starts with prayer, with knowing the word of God and saying, Father, what do you want me to do? And so I want to encourage you, uh, if you're not already uh, writing out scripture with me, there is power in the word of God. The Bible says that it's living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, and it cuts through the confusion of the culture. And one of the confusing things that we are seeing in the culture right now is this uh, advance of the transgender movement and gender confusion. And there is a bill. I'm just going to read it to you because uh, I want you to write this down or maybe come back and listen to it later. I'll link to it in the show notes today. But Assembly Bill 2943. So remember that. Assembly Bill 2943. I'm going to um I'm going to talk to you a little bit about it because we need to oppose this bill. If you are in California, there are two bills that are being um introduced right now, Assembly Bill 2943 and Assembly Bill 2119. So first let's talk about 2943. This is a bill that would outlaw helping anyone with unwanted. This is the key word here, unwanted same-sex desire or gender confusion. So if somebody came up to you and they said, "I'm struggling with homosexuality," I know this isn't God's heart for me. Can you help me? This bill would actually make it illegal to help him. I, a moment of silence for the ridiculousness in California right now. That's crazy. That's like saying somebody came up to you and they said, boy, I'm having this really desire that I know is wrong. Can somebody help me with it? Maybe it's a desire to overeat. Maybe it's a desire to molest a child. If someone comes up to you and they have an, uh, an unwanted same-sex desire, California wants to make it illegal for you to talk about it. That's crazy. All right, so here, so here's the bill text. Uh, Assembly Bill 2943, you guys remember that? 2943, write it down, 2943, declares, quote, advertising, offering to engage in or engaging in sexual orientation change efforts with an individual, end quote, as illegal under the state's consumer fraud law. Uh, Okay, get it together. Sexual orientation change efforts is defined as, quote, any practices that seek to change an individual's sexual orientation. This includes efforts to change behaviors or gender expressions or to eliminate or reduce sexual or romantic attractions or feelings toward individuals of the same sex. The Alliance for Defending Freedom, uh, which is my friend uh, Mike Ferris is at the helm of the ADF now, their attorney, Matt Sharp, explained the implication. So listen to this, you guys. It's so important. California Assembly Bill 2943 makes it unlawful for any person to sell books, counseling services, or anything else that would help someone overcome an unwanted same-sex attraction or gender identity confusion. As a result, it could be a violation if a pastor encourages a congregant to visit a church bookstore to purchase books that help people address sexual issues, perhaps including the Bible itself, which California is dead set right now on declaring the Bible as hate speech. So California, off the bench. This is a shot across the bow for you, all right? 
so perhaps including the Bible itself, which teaches the importance of sexual purity within the confines of marriage between a man and a woman. And so we have, I have written about this over at the podcast. Uh, I will link back to this particular thing so you can see the reference materials, but it's really important for you to understand what is going on in the state of California and then put feet to what you know is right and stand in defense of what God says is right. So uh, you can see, I will link back to, you can see how uh, the assembly members voted on these bills. It's so important for you to understand what's going on and then to get involved. Listen, we should we should care about a couple things in the culture as believers. The first thing we care about is freedom. Why? Because our freedom is all about our relationship with Jesus. It Our freedom is what gives us our ability to share Jesus with other people. And freedom also means that we are free to express ideas and have a discourse about it. And for whatever reason, discourse is being shut down in the culture right now. That's why they want to start banning books and banning the Bible. And uh, we are freedom-loving people in this nation, and we want to defend that freedom, and we want to do it the way God says to do it. So we engage uh, in the battle. We engage lovingly. We have a, we present a good argument, and uh, we get out there. The other thing we want to do is completely come against this idea of tolerance. I heard Mike Ferris talk about this the other day. I'm going to go back and listen again because it was so good. I want to quote him directly. But he was saying that tolerance uh, is a terrible representation of love. Like the kind of love that Jesus asks us to have for other people is not a love that simply tolerates them. It is a love that is unselfish. It is a love to say, I love you enough to tell you the truth. I'm going to invite you over for dinner. I'm going to invite you into my home. It is not a love that simply just says, well, I'm going to tolerate you. And tolerance is also a terrible uh, a terrible way for us to live in the freedom that we have uh, in Western civilization. Tolerance basically says that we are going to tolerate you so long and we're going to give you the ability to speak your mind so long as it doesn't encroach too much on what we think is right. So I say we begin to reject tolerance, this idea that we have to be tolerant. Tolerant is a terrible representation of love and it's a terrible representation of freedom. And really all faith traditions should agree um, that this is something that should be important to us. So the next uh, assembly bill is 2119. Now, the reason I'm focusing on California right now is because, well, A, this is happening. B, it's not just California. It's Kentucky. It's Ohio. It's Oklahoma. It's Indiana. It's all over the heartland right now, this push to uh, say what what is good is now um, evil. And so uh, assembly bill 2119 forces, you guys, listen to this, for goodness sake. It forces puberty-blocking drugs and sex change operations on foster kids. Let that sink in. Assembly Bill 2, who is pushing this stuff? California, off the bench. I'm sorry. You guys don't have a choice anymore. It would mandate gender-affirming health care and counseling be made available to all foster care children. Can I just say, this makes me want to cry. Our foster care children are already the most at-risk children in the culture right now. And California is saying, oh, I have an idea. Let's take all of our at-risk youth, all of our foster care children, and expose them to lies. What is going on? Well, we know what's going on. All right. So the bill also prohibits any individual from subjecting a foster child or a a non-minor dependent to any treatment, intervention, or conduct that would seek to change the the foster child's non-minor dependent's gender identity. (laughs) in the world. 
Gender-affirming health care includes puberty-blocking drugs, which must be made available to kids that believe they are trapped in the wrong body. So can I just, if my kid believes he's a dinosaur, then do I need to uh, give him uh, a drug that would make him uh, believe he's a dinosaur that wouldn't inhibit that? This is insanity, right? Which is what happens when we take God out of things, right? Evil fills the vacuum. This also means that surgeries must be made available to remove, you guys listen to this, to remove and add body parts so that these body parts align with the child's perceived gender identity. Gender-affirming behavioral health services means counseling for kids with gender confusion must be offered, but it can only encourage children to accept the gender they feel they're in, not the gender they are physically in. This is child abuse. You guys have an opportunity to stop it. You can oppose Assembly Bill 2119. Send this podcast to your friends. Shout it far and wide on social media. Show up to these Assembly Bill meetings. I'm going to link back in the show notes today to how you can do that. This cannot continue. And we must stand in the gap for our children because there are, there are I'm sorry, but there are evil men and women who are in office right now who would vote this stuff into being, they would make it illegal for you to help, and then they will make it illegal for you even to intervene, even among our most vulnerable uh, children, which are in the in the foster care system. If that doesn't make your blood boil, you're not paying attention. So we need to be listening, and we put feet to our faith. That's kind of the point of Mailbox Monday. All right, a couple things. I'm gonna another thing I want to address here today, and I normally wouldn't take time to do this, but when I said it, I had a little check in my spirit. And I was like, oh, somebody's going to misunderstand. Sure enough, somebody did misunderstand me. Uh, I was talking about husbands encouraging their wives uh, last week. And I said um, that if your wife, you know, if she doesn't look great, if her hair's messy, if she's wearing yoga pants, tell her she looks awesome. Lie to her. All right. And and uh, and uh, somebody was offended by that. And so I'm sure it wasn't just one person. I'm sure if I get a letter from one person, somebody else also misunderstood uh, listen, Jay and I do a marriage workshop at, we'll do it this weekend at Teach Them Diligently. And whenever I say it and I'm in the context with my husband, everybody knows uh, I'm kidding. I'm just trying to have some fun. And so when I say lie to your wife and tell her she looks good, I'm kind of kidding. All right. I'm kidding and I'm not kidding. I think that it's okay. <laughs> you know, sometimes I will come home from, you know, I'll be, you know, speaking at an event or whatever and I'm exhausted. And my husband says, you are amazing. You're doing an amazing job. I may not look amazing, but he'll come up and say, you are so beautiful. I think you're so beautiful. I look in the mirror and go, that is not beautiful. That's messy hair and pajamas. But he's telling me that he loves me and that he sees me as beautiful. And you guys, there's nothing wrong with that. All right. So I didn't mean, you know, uh, lie to you, but I kind of want you to understand that when I'm talking about this, um, I'm not saying lie in a way that, that loses trust. I'm saying, even if your wife doesn't look amazing, you can still tell her she looks amazing. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not encouraging like get out there and lie. And so I'm if one person misunderstood me, I'm sure other people will as well. My heart was really just to encourage you and say, sometimes uh, that's what it takes. Sometimes it just says, you know what, that meal that you made tonight, good job. <laughs> right? Even if it wasn't the most awesome meal in the world, because we're trying to encourage uh, people. We're not, I, mean, I think sometimes you guys, um, and I, I'm not trying to be a jerk, but I think sometimes we can we can say things in the name of honesty that really are just hurtful and rude. And I think in the name of saying, I love you, I'm going to just say, you know what? I recognize you haven't had a chance to put makeup on for three days and you've been wearing the same yoga pants for the last three days and you're beautiful. 
you're beautiful. And so maybe me couching it and saying it was a lie is funny uh, in real time when I'm up on a stage and people get it. They get what Jay and I are saying. And it didn't come across in the podcast the way I wanted it to. So anyway, that is my addressing that particular uh, listener. One more listener. I'm trying to get like three of you guys in because I'm getting so many of these. Um, I'm gonna have to be really quick. So Another letter that I got was from a gal named Vicky, and she was saying, Heidi, can you talk about how to choose solid homeschool curriculum for homeschool? There are so many options out there. It's hard to choose. Even some amazing companies have made curriculum that's so watered down they can remove just a few titles or delete a little content and then sell it to the secular market. Okay. Well, you're absolutely right. She's saying she loves my father's world, the mystery of history, which I also do. Uh, Linda Hobar is a, a friend of mine. Steve Demi of Demi Learning. I know all those guys, the people at Apologia are solid face, faith-based companies. And I just want to encourage you, I, I'll link back to some of these um, in the show notes today, but I want to encourage you um, to support people who are putting out materials that are going to encourage you. I have written extensively about homeschooling on my blog. If you guys were just to uh, Google Heidi St. John choosing curriculum or Heidi St. John homeschool curriculum, you will see some of my favorites. Um, And I want to just encourage you um, to be, to support the people who are trying to teach you and encourage you and strengthen you in evangelizing your own children first. That's what we want to do. Like I said, uh, Linda Hobart over at uh, Mystery of History is a doll. I love being at these conferences and uh, Facebook living with some of my friends who travel and speak on the homeschool circuit with me. Their ministries are so important. And Vicki makes another point that I wanted to uh, to echo today, and that is um, please don't, uh, don't cheat these companies by copying the materials that they make. I know some of us are living on, well, all of us are living on a budget, and sometimes people will come up to me at my booth. And they, they're literally talking about how they've bought somebody else's curriculum and they're going to copy it. Unless that person, unless that publisher expressly says, you have a copyright to this material. Like, for example, uh, Firmly Planted, the Bible study that my husband and I have written for families, we extend that copyright to families. So we say, if you have seven children uh, and you want to buy the workbook, you can make copies for your children. We do that because we have seven children and we understand the financial burden. Not every company does that. So if you, so if you're wondering about somebody's copyright rule, ask them, uh, because these are ministries and it costs money to publish books. So, lots of great companies out there. I want to just encourage you look into them. Google Heidi St. John Homeschooling and Curriculum. You'll find some of my favorites. If you've got specific questions that you would like addressed here at the podcast, shoot me an email, podcast at thebusymom.com, and please label in the subject line Mailbox Monday. I also want to encourage you if you haven't yet left a review for the podcast, you can do that by just visiting iTunes and click on the little gear shift and leave a review. It helps bump that podcast to the top of the list and also encourages people that this is a place where they can find biblical truth and encouragement to walk in the ways of the Lord. Love you guys. I appreciate you listening. I will be in Boston this weekend for the women's tea. Uh, If you haven't registered for that and you're in the area, come on out. I would love to see you. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great Monday. I'll see you back here on Wednesday. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.